thinking about like multiverse theory a lot lately. Mm-hmm. But like any any you know multiverse theory, like oh, there's infinite realities, and in, in those realities, like you know, there's realities where you made different decisions than the one you've made now. Like <laughs> I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a reality where like you know it's like ah, man, what if I what if I uh, what if I went to college at a high school instead of just you know like working some dead end job? Or, uh, what if I did this instead? Uh, I think people don't get stupid enough with it. <laughs> sure. Because the thought I had a few days ago uh, was like uh, last time we, we did Disneyland uh, I met uh, a close friend of mine who I had feelings for in person for the first time and this was our first date hmm. um, and uh, we, we hung out at a California Adventure all day we like held hands and we were, it was, it was just all day, just really, really pleasant. And uh, then uh, we went back to my Airbnb because uh, she needed to charge her phone before she got back on the road to leave. And we just sat there and talked while her phone was charging. Then she's like, I should get going. And I walked her back out to her car and uh, and we were we were there at a car and she was like well bye and i was like in my brain i was just like i'm not gonna see this girl for like a really long time no matter what so i should probably just take a shot and we kissed and it was our first kiss and it was really great Aww. and uh today i a couple days ago i had the thought like uh, what if uh, instead of going in for the kiss, instead I uh, just took a massive liquid shit all over my pants <laughs> and said, oh, oh no, I got a muddy butt. I'm Mr. Muddy Butt. Oh no, I'm a dirty, naughty little muddy boy. Oh, I'm, I'm Mr. Mud Butt now. Who's Mr. Mudbutt? It's me. I'm Mr. Muddybutt. And for like 10 minutes, I couldn't get I'm Mr. Muddybutt out of my head. And I was laughing and I was laughing about it for so long. <laughs> that was a, that was a hell of a journey. <laughs> Muddybutt, the incredible journey. I'm a naughty little muddy boy. Making mud with my butt. I got a mud butt. <laughs> Welcome to well, see, what, what would what what would be the would be the telling thing is that uh, after doing that for ten straight minutes, and then you went in for the kiss and it still worked. I think that then you'd know <laughs> they're the yeah. one. Yeah, I but think... multi but multiverse theory says that that reality does exist. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> Welcome to under muddy button now. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be down there. No, let's go back. Let's go back to the surface. Let's go the back surface to the surface of the. I want to go back to the cute and wholesome real multiverse reality, and not to the Mr. Muddy Butt reality, please. <laughs> I mean, I wish every reality was the Muddy Butt reality. Yeah! Welcome to Muddy. Welcome to Muddy Butt Analysis. Um, MBA. 
The MBA. <laughs> <laughs> MBA. Oh my god. I got my MBA in muddy butts. <laughs> well, if it was the NBA, it would be the nutty butt. Somehow that's even <laughs> How oh do you nut gosh. in your butt? Oh god. <laughs> oh. I'm I'm off so to a good start, I think. And I've, sure. I've just, I, I think I've decided I want to do that bit for stand up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how I, and how I want to follow it up is like after I do the muddy butt thing for like way too long. <laughs> I say let me give you another example. <laughs> <laughs> so, two trains are at each other. <laughs> so I start walking through like another scenario that's like, uh, like, what if I went to, uh, what if I didn't like flunk out of junior college and go to an actual college and like, and like I applied for a scholarship and I walked into college and then the first day I just shit all over myself. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, I'm in college and I got a muddy butt. <laughs> I got a money button now. And I just stop and look at the audience and be like, this is the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but like, take, take that a step further though. Like, cause like you, so you, uh, you go, you get, get into like an Ivy league school, you complete like four years of grueling work. And then you get, you get up on the stand to accept your diploma and you're like, Oh, I'm a money yeah. button. Like you just like <laughs> shit yourself. <laughs> yeah. If I walk through, if I walk through a scenario, like, no, 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 that's good. If, if, uh, like in the second one, I walk through like me going through the whole college experience <laughs> <laughs> and then get up to me like earning like my master's degree or whatever. <laughs> and I walk across the stage. Just and then suddenly, <laughs> and then suddenly, <laughs> I shit all over myself. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a muddy little boy. It's the same joke. I'm a mud butt. I'm a muddy boy. <laughs> You're all fucking stupid. I'm a muddy little boy. <laughs> I, I, I bet people listening to this are like, are these the people we want reviewing our story? <laughs> That's normally what we do on this show, but now we're just talking about Alan's muddy butt. Yeah. Yeah. A multiverse if, if, theory. From, from now on, if anyone has any issues with anything we say about their story... All they have to think about is me just going over and over again. Oh, I got a muddy butt. <laughs> uh, I would say this is, if you've been listening to us this far, this is a podcast that needs no introduction. So I'm not even going to introduce ourselves this time. We're here to uh, read a story submitted to us by some old friends. Yeah. Uh... I'm, of course, Mudrick Buddington. <laughs> I thought, Mudrick, I thought we didn't need any introductions. Uh, well, uh, you know, sometimes in life. I'm David King. It's one in the morning. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is, this is my wife, David King. And this is my husband, uh, Kayla King. Yes. Also known as Giacomo Jones. Yes. Uh, and also I'm joining Dedrick us. Dedrick Shitbutt. And also, yeah, Dedrick, uh, thank you for joining us. I thought, uh, I thought, uh, it was, I thought we were, wait, it's been a I while. thought you were Spike Spiegel. I'm so well, fuck this. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm 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 Spike Spiegel's uh, evil twin, Dedrick <laughs> Shitbutt. <laughs> that was a weird. That was some weird Cowboy Bebop fan fiction. And then my OC was Spike's brother, Dedrick Shitbutt. <laughs> <show up. laughs> it's like so. Oh, I got a shitty butt. 
<laughs> Said Dedrick Shitbutt. <laughs> There's shit all over my butt. He, he found, he found, he gets aboard the Bebop, and instead of doing anything cool in the situation, he you know, I want, I bet Kylie is so like, oh yeah, this is what I want to hear before I, my story is reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> the story, of course, being uh, Cowboy Bebop fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is, so our friends Eli and Kylie have submitted us some stories they want, story I, I they want to read. And it turns out it's Cowboy Bebop fan yeah. fiction about Dedrick shit, but. <laughs> I, 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 think it's, uh, I think this is actually written by just Kylie Keene. Just Kylie Keene. Yeah. Kylie, uh, Kylie from our uh, friend from Cinema Nippon and uh, Animal Fact Files. We shall see, though. I, I, they can clarify with us later who did what, but we'll, we'll attribute it most to Kylie. We're gonna give Kylie all the credit this yep, time, this just because it. we can. Eli and say Eli helped, and Eli helped. <laughs> Eli gets a gold star, and they're my and... new friends as of today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, er, interesting fact. Earlier this, uh, earlier this evening, we had a long, uh, we did a bad movie night with, uh, with Eli and Kylie and Ben, and uh, this is the first time. Uh, they'd had a chance to meet and it was it was a good time y'all had fun we watched a, a terrible set of cutscenes from the 11th hour which go look that up if you're ever curious about wanting to see someone underreacting to um oh, house assault and by that i mean houses assaulting people it, it is violating many bodies <laughs> it's impregnating people it's it's weird <laughs> it's very weird but no one the one person who hears the story about this goes Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and the acting is amazing. What was really weird um, was was when when they were being assaulted by the house, one of them like shit themselves like, "Oh no, there's <laughs> shit on my butt." Oh, there's butt all over my shit. You got butt all over my shit. You got, <laughs> you got shit all over my butt. My butt. <laughs> this is shit butt. This folks. is the dumbest episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is the new dumbest episode. Hey, do we want to read this? Yes. Let's read this. Uh, so the story is called Influenced by Intangible Memes. Interesting. By the way, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> yes. Happy Halloween. Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> this is the, this is the, uh, this episode is going up just before Halloween. So uh, yeah, this is the last you'll hear of uh, UCA before October 31st. So. That's not true. <laughs> this, is the, this is the last you'll hear of UCA. No, ever. before well, October 31st this oh, year. Okay, but it might also be the last of us forever because what's going to happen is as we you know progress through this podcast, uh, it's just going to get progressively more and more dumb. It's going to become the shit cast. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, well, it already feels like the shit cast. I already did the shit cast once, if anyone's familiar with the first rebooted episode of Coffee and Pie where we couldn't stop talking about pooping for some reason. That you know that that's that's true. Um I hadn't I haven't forgotten the the perennial question that you would ask all your fellow co-hosts about. So uh how have your poops been lately? Yeah. So, I mean it's an important question. It's important to check in with your friends. Let's not do it on this show though. Let's no, not. not this I, I'm banning for the for the sake of our sanity, I'm gonna ban further poop poop discussion on this show and instead we're going to read the story okay well i for one will not be privy to that and then i just leave <laughs> well okay hitler <laughs> <laughs> what, what okay hold on Who, what order are we doing uh you know what uh alan i think i'd like alan to start yeah and then and then ben and then you kayla okay and then myself cool 
How about that? Arbitrarily, I've decided that's the order. All right. Are we going by like, what are we doing? Sentence, paragraph? Paragraph. These are very short paragraphs. A lot of these. They're mostly conversation. So, needle pulling thread. We've been together for three years now, babe. Kind of wondering when you're ever going to tell me about what happened when you were 15. Damn. That's a, that's a, that's a line that's not going to lead into trouble. Is this, my, is this me now? Yes. That wasn't a paragraph. Okay. That was uh, a sentence that is a paragraph because it's a conversation. Ah, okay. All right. Well, let, let me know if I, if I, if I say too much. Um, my hands froze. My back went rigid. I could feel the stutter in my breathing. My palms Why are now? Me Why ever? <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> it's just you said you would tell me one day, and I don't know. I feel like it's part of you I'm missing. Like, did a house assault you, or? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Should Should I keep going, or is this? Was that? That's 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 uh, actually I think technically two paragraphs. That's yeah. fine. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That I overstepped my bounds. How dare you? It's fine. It's fine. You feel like it's a part of me you're missing? I straightened my back. The weight of this conversation made my spine creak. Yeah, Gracie, I'm with you there. I don't know how a spine creaks, but um, I'm not really sure. I used to play bass for Spine Creek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like thinking about all that. Couldn't she see my discomfort? Wasn't she aware of the heat rising to my cheeks? Did she not notice how fast the room was spinning? I think I think the spine creak was more like a metaphor. Yeah, I like, know. I know I'm being yeah. a dick. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, how do, how would the other person notice the room spinning? Are they on like the uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. the um, uh, the Hey, dumbass! Do you not know we're on a carousel right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was I was thinking about like the the, the restaurant at the top of the space needle or something like like this slowly spinning. We actually don't know where these two people are right now, but they could very well be on a carousel. Could you imagine or or hell, what if they're on like a tilt a whirl and they're just like <laughs> hey, this is so much fun. You want to tell me about that traumatic thing that happened when you were 15? Now you shut up. You shut up. I'm trying to enjoy the teacups. God damn. <laughs> you put it Can't off for a while. How fast we're spinning. Later you're going through the horrifying section of Winnie the Pooh, where it's in the Heffel Up and Woozle scene. So about that traumatic incident when you were 15. Oh, now was a bad time to take acid. Oh, man. Oh, come on. Her breathy voice pleaded hot and soft in my ear. Her arms coiled around me from behind. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Nice. She'd be like, oh, come on. So it's like a sexy way to convince someone to tell about your traumatic experience. It's called putting yourself first. All your problems from your past. (laughs) Come on, let it all hang out. This, and by that, I mean all your worries and emotional baggage. This turns me on so much. <laughs> I sighed, trying to calm my nerves. My stomach was tight, and it felt like something was rolling around inside. Okay, fine, I said curtly. What do you want to know about it? You said Jamie went missing, right? The glare I shot over my shoulder went unseen. Yeah, he just up and disappeared one day. Well, you've told me about that part. I want to know what happened when you were you went looking for him. 
She practically giggled as as these words left her lips, knowing what? all too well that she had me in her grasp. What a bitch! <laughs> I was going to do wow. exactly what she wanted. I gave her one last I gave one last exasperated sigh as she came around front of me and plopped down on the big comfy chair. She looked straight into my eyes, enraptured by whatever it was I was about to tell her. I avoided further eye contact and began the story. What an interesting framing device, huh? Mm -hmm. This is bizarre. It's interesting. It's uh, I'm 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 intrigued. Yeah. How how um how much do you want to get with this woman? Well, they've been together for three years. Okay, but like they've been together for three years, and it's only now that she's pressing the issue to the point where you're you're actually gonna crack. Let it go. Like I don't know. Anyway, just it's interesting framing. I'm really curious to see where it goes. I feel like there's something there's something more to this like i feel like something yeah. more is being hinted at yeah yeah well so some like it's the clearly been vague vagaries with, of what's going her. on yeah. it's it's clearly been brought up between them before like i you know the just not in any extensive detail that the the other person has a grasp on what it is mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah and it, like their story starts and they're like, uh, like they're like in the middle of like a train robbery. And then it's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> well, <laughs> it all started. I was 15, nearly 16, going no on longer 17. 14, <laughs> not quite 17. Jamie had always been the tag along, but the gulf between 16 and 13 felt a lot wider than 10 and seven. Also, five is a smaller number than nine. <laughs> <laughs> I know how numbers work. I'm a big boy. We were growing up, and I was growing apart. We'd had a few mishaps leading up to, well, you know. To what? Once I locked him in a closet overnight and told him if he called out, the shadow man would hear and drag him into the void, never to be seen again. Whoa. Whoa. Cool. Good friend. <laughs> Mom found him the next morning while looking for a certain pair of shoes. I was grounded for two weeks. Oh my gosh. The woman sitting across from me interrupted. Is that why you never want to go in the closet? Well, I, I mean, I, I came out. I don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> uh, I trained my eyes on a knot in the wood floorboards. My slippers pattered quietly on the hard surface as my leg jumped in anxiety. Well, anyway. As Jamie and I grew apart, his friend group and mine couldn't have become more different. Truth was, I got along with just about anybody, though my core group was always the nerdier kids. Weekends were spent playing hours-long sessions of D&D &D and trolling Reddit posts like we actually knew shit. As we, were going, as we were getting older, though, my friend group didn't want to hang out with the younger kids anymore. It seemed like it was my job to get rid of Jamie, to leave him behind in favor of my friends. It didn't bother me at the time, I saw him as a sort of pest. And while I look back on it now with regret, I didn't have much issue with how I treated him back then. The only time I got a bit concerned was when he started hanging around a small group of other kids, maybe three or four of them, who had this aura about them, I oh, guess you could say. Hold on, go, uh, so wait, Jamie is- uh, So like, Jamie's the younger brother. Oh, wait, younger brother? Are, th are they friends? Yeah. No, I their think brother. younger brother. Does it, does it say they're, they're yeah, siblings? Yeah, they're siblings. When did they say that? A lot earlier. Uh, said something about mom finding him in the closet and 
Oh, uh, Jamie had only. Jamie's always been the tag along. Yeah. But the gulf between 16 and 13 were okay. Oh, that wasn't. Does he? Does it say brother or? Uh, I think it's implied that they are siblings. Okay. Like that makes sense to me. Ja- Jamie is also a pretty gender neutral name. Are we sure it's uh, it's the a brother? No, well, just, well, they said it once says I, him. Him. Once I locked him in a closet. Ah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There's me not paying attention to the pronouns. Yeah, Ben. Uh, there was there was nothing behind that. I just felt like I really wanted to say, <laughs> yeah, Ben. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you oh, just want to say, yeah, yeah fuck you. Okay. <laughs> who? Wait, who? who uh, I think we're back to Alan. Okay. Uh, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You know how some people <laughs> just give you those vibes that make you think, oh, I don't think I would get along with this person. It's like the gut intuition thing that everybody says you're supposed to listen to. Well, I was feeling it like a stone in my stomach with these kids. It was probably because they were glowing. <laughs> <laughs> they did have an aura about them. Yeah. They looked was, like uh, yeah. those goblins from Fallout 3. <laughs> but like the ones that are irradiated with radiation. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ones that you have a Geiger counter tick whenever they get close to you. Yeah, yeah. I had seen them once or twice before, maybe outside of the grocery store or throwing rocks in the river that ran through the park downtown, but I never really noticed them. The tallest had flaming red hair and wore it in a ponytail. The other two looked like they might be related, but one was blonde and the other had brown hair. Honestly, I'm not sure any other person would say they looked normal, but for me, something about them just felt off. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. I, I think I think I think uh, you have something against redheads. No one would say they looked normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie and I were so disconnected by the time he started running around town with them that I didn't know about his assimilation into the group until one morning on my way to school. I would usually walk since it wasn't too far from the suburb we grew up and I would usually leave. Yeah, I know. Right. Gracie. Um, I would usually leave Jamie behind to walk himself. So it wasn't weird for me to leave the house without seeing him that day. Two locks before I got to school, I encountered this group loitering outside of a local convenience store. Only they had one additional member. Jamie stood among them wearing a blazer. I didn't recognize I looked at them a bit longer than I had. Uh, I probably out ought to have because the kid with the red hair caught my eye and sneered at me. Jamie got a big kick of that cackling alongside the blonde and brunette. The red hair kid broke my eye contact and turned back to the group when I averted my eyes and shuffled on the day. I couldn't focus at, on, at school since when had Jamie made friends with them? Wait, okay. okay. I need to, I need to pause here because I misheard one word you said and it, Change that paragraph entirely. <laughs> what did it? What I, was? I, I I I heard you say loitering instead of loitering. <laughs> and then Loy- there was something about one of them wearing a blazer. Oh and I was like, <laughs> Are these are these kids just playing lawyer outside? <laughs> <laughs> Objection. Uh, did that one little kid uh, uh, trip you up when you're playing kickball? We we can c- help represent you. Um, I feel like there this a couple of uh, I, like for the most part I'm I'm with the story, but um, 
some of uh, there's parts where it's like i feel like why are, why is this person confused like well since when did jamie made friends with them when he's like oh this was jamie's friend group now like why are like this is the first time he realized he was friends with this group okay that could have been made a little clearer also um this is just a uh quick question um in real in real life usually when you like look at people yeah you usually go by their hair or whatnot but in story format i'm not sure if it we only got hair details currently yeah it, i would kind of like a, a little uh something else maybe like oh they had glass like i mean that... they, they described the the two the blonde and the brunette as looking like they might be related that's the closest detail we got uh, they, i know it's well, like they're, they're all uh, they're all giant cousin it's so one of them is just a giant mop of red and the other two look related. <laughs> they're also like two long mops of hair I don't know. I, like it'd be nice to like have basically notice some other detail other than their hair. I, I do like I think one could be a redhead and it's like, oh, there's the one with glasses and the other that face looks pig like. I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. just something just little 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 descriptive details, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something to help us visualize them a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Something a little more. The blazer cool. is a nice touch. I, I do like that too. Yeah, I like that. Um, but and also I know you're like, oh, you immediately got they were brothers. I did not. I do not see anywhere where it said your brother Jamie. That kind of would be nice <laughs> yeah. for me. I don't mind. Sorry. I mean, it's familiar enough. I think with this, just that the context clues were enough for me personally. But. Okay, I don't. I think it could have been just one thing that says brother Jamie because okay. why, just- why would it? Because I was thinking like, oh. Jamie, your friend suddenly gone missing. Why do you want to know about that? Okay, that makes sense is if like she's been dating him for three years and it's his brother that went missing. Like, oh yeah, that's even bigger deal than yeah, I had a friend to go missing. Oh, that's sad. Like it's it's more not relatable. What's the word? Uh it it punches you more when you realize it's a relative. Mm. Like as as a like with a significant other, I guess. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I can agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just a uh, hot take. I'm picturing the redhead as Archie from the Archie. <laughs> well, they have a ponytail. I couldn't help but picture Roger Klotz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, l- later that night, I arrived home to find a slip of paper on the counter about some work thing that was going to take longer than normal and a $20 bill for pizza. That wasn't completely abnormal. Our parents had split long before Jamie even had the chance to form memories of our mother, and our dad was more focused on his work than his family to really be the guardian he needed. Uh, you can't buy parenting, he used to say, but you can sure come close. Damn. No, that wasn't the section of the note that had uh, garnered my attention. It was, instead, the part that mentioned Jamie would be staying at a friend's house that night and not to wait up for him. My fists clenched, not because my younger sibling was hanging out with a group of strangers this morning, or this morning and now he wasn't going to be home but instead because i was 15 at the time and the brains of teenagers don't seem to prioritize things the way they do as adults no all i could think about in that moment of building frustration was not only was that not only that little dweeb was somewhere else in a high in a bleh it's not only that that little dweeb was somewhere else on a school night but that my dad knew enough about it to give his ever elusive okay Oh, like it's a pre- like a preferential treatment kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it. like, uh, <clears throat> like basically, as a fifteen-year-old, you wouldn't. It's like, well, why can't I do that? Yeah. Um, Alan. Uh, 
I took the 20 and pocketed it. If Jamie was going to leave unannounced like that, he didn't need to know about the cash. We had enough food at home, and I wasn't going to eat a whole goddamn pizza. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. I would. And pizza didn't sound all that appealing that night, so I figured it would be better spent on something useful. If it's like video games. If it's a shakaroni pizza, maybe. Oh my god, if they go out and buy a shack foo, we've come full circle. Yes. Listen to the choice. At the very track. least. I what we're talking about. I called around to my friends, but they were all busy, or else couldn't hang out since it was a school night. At the very least, we could play something online, right? One of my friends and I hopped online and played something multiplayer for a few hours while I shirked responsibility for my homework. Eventually, she had to go for the night, and I was left alone again. I took off my headset, and just as I was contemplating how to be less bored, getting ready to masturbate, a hollow knock <laughs> sounded from the front door. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> so no shit. There it was. <laughs> I realized for the first time that I was alone, like actually alone. I looked around the room, suddenly materializing. <laughs> oh my God, I'm tangible. <laughs> Have I been in the hollow deck this whole time? <laughs> I had been completely numb to everything around me just moments prior. A ticking clock read out 1243 AM. The room was damp and clammy, and the smell of warm clothes filling the air. I added the and, by the way. That, that was, it just says the smell of warm clothes filling the air. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember the last time I heard the air conditioner turn on. The neighboring bathroom sink was drip, drip, dripping. How had I not noticed that? My skin prickled as unease spread out to my toes and fingertips. Answering, uh, answer the door. Hide. Run away. My feet refused to move. A second knock, louder this time, collected my thoughts into one single ball of annoyance that managed to wash away any other ideas. A grumble erupted from my throat that formed a single word. Jamie! <laughs> uh, that is actually, um, as someone who's been home alone and uh, has heard knocks at the door, like from like the mailman, so it is still a freaky thing. Like, <gasps> yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. This is, this that's cool. I already like the setup here. This is nice. It turns out it's someone who had actually shit themselves and needed a fresh pair of underwear. Please. <laughs> I... <laughs> no. <laughs> you can edit me out anytime. I'm just gonna make it very difficult for no, you. No, no, that's fine. A precedent has been set. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Surpri I'm surprised that Alan has had the restraint to not, you know, add add on to that. I I warned you how stupid it was. <laughs> <laughs> I peeled myself from my desk chair and opened my door. A long dark hallway connected my room to the entranceway. Uh, on either side of the hall sat doors to Jamie's and Dad's room. Jamie's door remained firmly shut while Dad's yawned into yet another black abyss. I walked straight to the front door. The garbled figure standing on the other side of the door swayed idly. Oh god! Oh, it's got a frosted. It's like a frosted glass door. I think so. Uh, that could add. I mean, that would be nice to add a little more detail about that. I hesitated, feeling like I didn't recognize them. Of course, I didn't. It was impossible to see through the thick glass with the floral designs etched into it. Okay, yeah. There say that. Go. Say that a little earlier. Uh, slowly, I reached for the deadbolt just as another knock resounded. Ooh. 
I skeptically unlatched the door and pulled it open a crack, only to see that the person on the other side was most definitely not Jamie. Oh, fuck me. Uh-oh. Oh, it was Shaq. <laughs> if only. <laughs> There's something palpable in the time between realizing you have to make a decision and actually making it. Like, you could grab the idea right out of the air and swallow it, never to deal with it again. Of course, then you might risk food poisoning. The woman standing on our doorstep uh, looked to be, to be in her mid-40s. Her hair was dark, but had silver streaks that caught the moonlight reflecting in it, it in a shimmer. Red lipstick smeared her lips, and I could smell the faint sweetness of a floral perfume I knew all too well. My mother grinned wide. Hey, Bumps fake out! Oh! Hey, sweetie. Mind letting me in? Mom! <laughs> I stated rather than asked. Where have you been? How have you been? Why are you here? <laughs> Where are they? Well, uh, let's over, the parents are divorced, so. Yeah. Mm, makes sense, yeah. Oh, here and there, she said <laughs> amusedly with a smile. Been better, been worse. You gonna, <laughs> X gonna give it to you? You gonna <laughs> let me in, honey? <laughs> her, her mom is Mrs. Doubtfire in case you I stepped yes, back. <laughs> I stepped back, allowing the door open wire as my mom pushed her way into the entrance. Without a second thought, she kicked off her shoes. Your father home? She asked. I like I how she's become delightfully British. Here. Yes. You all, everybody's giving her a different voice. <laughs> I, I didn't hear her. I shook my head. She smirked and smacked the array of light switches by the door. The whole room and adjacent kitchen were suddenly flooded with a combination of fluorescent lights. I squinted, my eyes recoiling from the assault of the house. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it came full circle! Oh, oh boy, well played. Figure, she mused. He never seemed to be a, seemed to be whenever I come around. Never seems to be. Oh, like home. Yeah, that I it's it's interesting phrasing. Yeah, it is. It's hmm. When uh, when you I paused. When you come around, I haven't seen you in Jeez, when I, I come around. <laughs> I haven't seen you since that song was popular, Mom. I don't know how long. Mom laughed coyly, placing <laughs> one hand on her, placing one hand on her hip. You and your brother don't talk much anymore, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and come see you too whenever I can, and when your father is out. But you always seem to be with friends. Speaking of, is Jamie about? I shook my head. No, he's uh, out with friends, quote unquote. This got a real laugh out of her. That <laughs> 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 figure's just the same. You mind if I sit down for a while until he gets back? I expect we won't be running to your father anytime soon. That blows air out of the hole in her neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that kind of hurt my voice. A that was pretty good though. Thank you. Just don't don't strain yourself too much. Um, sure. I couldn't stop my hands from trembling. I wasn't sure if I was more angry or anxious. The room felt hot. The lights were like the sun. I could feel beads of sweat forming on my chest and neck. What the hell did she mean? I don't get along with my brother anymore. And how would she know anything about Dad's schedule? Up until that point, I hadn't seen or heard from my mother since I was five years old. When I bought, when I brought her up to my dad, he would smirk and simply say, that damn bitch, and look out the nearest <laughs> window with a look in his eyes. 
That damn bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> Jamie always got this blank look whenever mom came up. So I just stopped mentioning her altogether. So what the hell was going on? Oh, you, you must be wondering what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> My mother said with a grin, grab me a beer, would you? Your dad drinks piss water these days, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> Mechanically, probably thanks to being, ta uh, being taken unawares, I did the only thing that made sense in the moment. I hung a left out of the entrance where she uh, stood, ventured out into the spacious kitchen, kitchen, popped open, <laughs> popped open the fridge and grabbed her a beer. I thought to myself how right she was. I wasn't much of a drinker. I had friends who did, but never much liked it myself. But even I knew this qualified as unadulterated piss water. Moving out of the kitchen and into the living room, I found her lounging out in dad's favorite chair. She lazily held up a hand as I came uh, near, grabbing the can from me and cracking the lid with her forefinger. She downed a good portion of the beer in one go and smashed the can on her head. Whoa! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She, she, <laughs> she downed a good portion <laughs> of the beer in one go and let out a satisfied hiss. She farted is what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at me, I'm Mrs. Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Might be crap, but at least it's something. She smiled. So how you been? Good. I mumbled, looking at the beer rather than into her eyes. Oh, has Scooby. <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was making small talk, making a joke. I didn't understand French or if she was genuinely curious. <laughs> Good, I repeated. She kept her eyes fixed on me. I could feel their pressure. That's good, she hurriedly replied. It sounded like, oh, sorry, it hurriedly. That's good, she hurriedly replied. It sounded, <laughs> it sounded like she, it really had just been small talk. So it's been a, oh, she paused to think, leaning forward. Actually, I can't remember how long it's been since I last, you, I saw you last. Ten years, I mumbled, kicking around a piece of dust on the floor. <laughs> Large tumbleweed rolled by. It rolled it. She left the door open when she came in, and a tumbleweed <laughs> got in. We're being assaulted by tumbleweeds. <laughs> we used to have tumbleweed ratches back here, but then they went feral. <laughs> <laughs> they still wander the this cul-de-sac to this day. <laughs> how, many, how many head of tumbleweed do you have? <laughs> Make sure you get a lasso. These, tumble, these tumbleweeds are just tearing through the hay. <laughs> There's a tumbleweed stampede. Tumbleweed stampede. <laughs> I love it. I used to play bass for tumbleweed stampede. <laughs> yeah, oh. Country western group. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Uh, who? Who's I think I just read the, so it's Alan again. What? Where we, Where are we? Woo. 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 Time. Woo. 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 Uh, Time sure to slice. So, uh, 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 hold on. Accent. Um, um, uh, woo. Time sure does fly, she exclaimed. You're looking kind of scrawny these days. Jamie must be getting like, all the good food. 
I brought my eyes to meet with hers and drilled my gaze into her gray irises. What the hell would you know about Jimmy? <laughs> she waved her hand and laughed like she had seen a baby do a cute oh. trick. Well, maybe you would know better if you both actually talked. Who knows? You might learn a thing or two. There's more to this world than what the surface shows. She closed her statement with a final gulp of beer and motioned with the can in hand towards the kitchen. Which she smashed on her head and then belts. <laughs> yeah, she just points the crushed <laughs> can to the kitchen. Okay, we're starting to get some clues here. What the hell is going on, though? Yeah. Is she a ghost? How does she know? How, how does uh, uh, our protagonist know what his mom or her mom? We, can, we I don't know the gender. Well, it could be. it could be interesting if they've like seen like the mom they have this mental image of the mom and they're getting that exact same image yeah i mean or it's they could tell it's their mom even if time has passed like based on pictures and stuff like that yeah i mean again it's only it's been 10 years but that's you know, true that's true they'd remember i still get angry thinking that i didn't hesitate to do her bidding like a damn puppy lost and confused i felt even more alone with another human being in the house when i entered the kitchen it came to my attention just how alone i wasn't Standing in front of the fridge was a, was a wild-haired teenager about my age. What? Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't a wild-haired teenager. It was the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs> I was just imagining like this like insane like spins. <laughs> <laughs> well no I was, I was just thinking of like like you like you know like those like kids that like have been raised by wolves like literally like just like standing in the kitchen oh! <laughs> like, like like donnie from wild thornberries yeah yeah oh, exactly. shit actually yeah oh that's a good image. that's an image right there <laughs> outside i heard voices laughing i stood feet frozen hands spread and held at my sides my palms sweaty, you know. Yes, we know. Like they were seeking something to hold. The ponytail kid grinned and threw back the beer he was holding. Another knock came through the door, to which my mother was quick to respond. I couldn't move. My mouth hung slightly open. I felt trapped inside my home. A group of teenagers trudged through the threshold, all smiles and laughter. In five minutes, my house had gone from an empty void to a veritable party, and I was left alone as the dumbfounded host. Where's Jamie? said the blonde kid I recognized from the morning's encounter. Shouldn't he be in here by now? I thought he was with you. My mom shot back, her tone <laughs> growing dark for a moment. Hey, still in the woods getting ready, last I saw, the brunette kid offered. My heart was swimming so fast I couldn't barely register the conversation. His head cold? What the fuck is going on? I feel, wait, is this a multiverse thing? Like, did Alan predict this? I'm wondering. What? Are one of these people Mr. Mudpot? God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> What's funny about this is that this is a text document that I, I could possibly edit and put in mud butt later <laughs> in the document. Oh no. Uh, I'm sorry, is it me? Yes. Sorry, these are going by so fast. Where are we? I told him. I told him not to, I told him not to dawdle so much, the redhead said behind me. I was swiveling around to listen to each speaker in turn. Wait, didn't we skip my mom's oh, face? Oh, something? sorry, I fucked up. 
My mom's face softened, her lips creasing into a smile. Shouldn't he be done by now? I told him not to dawdle so much, the redhead said behind me. I was swiveling around to listen to each speaker in turn. Well, we better go make sure he's all right, my mom cooed. <laughs> Wouldn't want anything bad to happen to him. A hollow metallic clank behind me snig sniggled. Sniggled. Si signaled. Wow. <laughs> the end of the redhead's beer. The kid came up and grabbed my arm with a firm grasp, jostling me toward the door. Come on, he braved down my neck. We've got a date with your little bro. I don't want it. That's, that's, that's a weird no, thing to that's say. No, that's incest. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no. Oh, gosh. My mom stood his... My mom stood aside, allowing all of us kids to hustle out the door before her. I wasn't exactly keen on being a part of whatever this party was evolving into, but I got the feeling I didn't have much of a choice. As we exited onto the porch, I made our way down onto the street. The lights flickered off inside the house and a solid thud sounded as mom closed the door and pulled up the rear. You ever explore the woods around here? The redhead sounded like he was winding up a joke. You ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> ever watch gladiator movies ever seen a grown man naked <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it it's both airplane or or it could also be uh jonathan frakes introducing uh, <laughs> 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 you ever go wandering through the starry night <laughs> yes you, it's it so, really so you ever explore the woods around here <laughs> and no joke was ever made after that um yes fact, <laughs> fact. it really happened <laughs> nope total faucet not a chance we made it up we gotcha <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> i'm innocent <laughs> <laughs> so uh the sky was dark the moon hidden behind cloud cover the air was sticky with the threat of rain. I'm going to get you. The ground... <laughs> the rain. <laughs> the, the soft ground gave way beneath my feet as we trudged through moss and fallen pine leaves. The screaming in my head drowned out the sounds of insects. Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the group around me moved through the forest as if they had been born here the way one can navigate their house efficiently in the dark. Sure, I had ventured through these woods as a kid. We used to have a fort, quote unquote, that was nothing more than a few boxes of cheese crackers and some boards of wood. Uh, we what? thought we were hot. What? A few boxes of cheese crackers and some boards of wood? Like yeah, to nailed fort. together. Oh, okay. Like okay, just odd structure sentence structure there i, don't, I, I think you can say yeah. words well i think it's also an odd physical structure like why are you putting actual pieces of wood with che cheese cracker boxes i don't That's i don't hold on i don't think it was made of cheese cracker boxes i think they had boards of wood and like they had che they had cheese crackers also oh well, like you know let's build let's build a fort oh. and we'll have snacks in the fort <laughs> Oh, I get you. I get you. Oh, okay. so basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Sorry. could be a little clearer. No, I'm yeah, I'm sticking with my mental image. I don't care what what the actual explanation is. It's okay. made of boxes. Here's uh, we used to have a fort that was nothing more. Here's how we could we convert it. Like uh, we used to have a fort that was nothing more than some boards of wood, uh, eating a few boxes of cheese crackers, thinking we were hot stuff. 
there, done. That makes it clearly. We thought we were hot stuff eating our cheese crackers. Now I couldn't recognize anything. How the other people in this ragtag group could even see well enough to move so silently was beyond me. I would have felt alone if it weren't for their breathing and one of the siblings giggling every few minutes under their breath. <laughs> I fell little, once. Little does he know he isn't hot shit anymore because we have all the cheese crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I fell once and bruised my knee, but was quickly lifted to my feet and shoved forward. Keep moving, said the redhead behind me. I complied, but could feel a trickle of blood making its way down my exposed leg. I didn't realize how cold the nights had become. At first, the woods had uh, the scent of an old neglected shed. But when my mother said, we're here, a rotting smell began to fill the air. Yikes. I like that. The scent of an old neglected shed is such like a specific thing that my brain can like instantly conjure up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Beautiful. I I must say this, what's happening is very unique. I don't know what to expect. So this is such a surreal experience. No wonder, no wonder our protagonist didn't want to talk about what happened at 15, because <laughs> how would you explain this? Your mom shows up and all of your brother's friend, your younger brother's friends are apparently in league with your mom that you haven't seen for 10 years. And then they haul you out to the woods. Like what the heck? It's, it's almost got like, kind of like one of those like weird, like dreamlike uh, David Lynch kind of vibes where like things that you can recognize are happening, but you're not really sure where it's going. <laughs> yeah. A single light shot out from the clearing in the trees. I found myself blinded by the flashlight's harsh beam pointed directly, almost tauntingly into my eyes. Ah, mom. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be all. Ah, mom. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be all of us. Jamie whined from the other side of the light. That little flashlight acted more like a spotlight in the moment. Now, now, my mother teased, we can all play together. The other kids erupted into laughter at this. Ha 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 ha, they said. I shrugged my way out of the redhead's grasp, who seemed willing to let me go at this point. What are we even doing here? I asked, shooting my mother a glare as she pulled my arms in close to, my, uh, close to warm my body. I shivered involuntarily, between the night air and the situation at hand. There's something you ought to know about our family, my mom said simply. Well, my side of the family anyway. We're werewolves. <laughs> Is this gonna be some hereditary shit? Oh God. <laughs> my-, <laughs> oh. <laughs> my maiden name is Muddy Butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, son. You're one of the muddy butts. <laughs> Not the Cleveland muddy no. butts. <laughs> oh, my butt. My butt. It's a muddy butt. This whole time. <laughs> you lied to me. No, your dad lied to you. Embrace the muddy butt. <laughs> your, your turn, David. Time to go to the, my spine tingle and not from the cold. My mother pulled out a lantern from seemingly nowhere and set it on the ground in the middle of the clearing. From its pale green light, I could barely make out the circle of pine trees surrounding us. Jamie was sitting on a large boulder, arms spread out like it was a throne. The others were somewhere behind me. I couldn't seem to tug from the pull of the ghastly light. It moved around in caustic patterns as if it were alive. 
Chica's soul is growing dim these days. Of course, dogs never last long enough anyway. Uh, they really name it after Markiplier's dog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My mother said in an almost somber tone. Though I detected something else in her voice as well. Was it Glee? I shook my head trying to redirect my thoughts. I will say, like, I don't watch mainstream Markiplier on the Markiplier channel, but uh, I'm a big fan of Unisanis. Unisanis? Unisanis. That's why I said who uh, it's the channel. It's uh, it's the channel he has with uh, Frank Gameplays, the one the one that everything get is gonna get deleted in a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Un- like, unis, unis like, honest, which like pretty much literally translates to one year, right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is like- yeah, he, they're not just stopping the channel. They they released a video a day. Uh, I think there's only like 19 days left in the channel. And like the the theme of the channel, the, the videos are mostly them just doing stupid shit. But like the theme of the channel is like the impermanence of life and, ev- and the impermanence of everything. So uh-huh. like, uh, yeah, the, the whole idea is literally everything from the channel is getting deleted at the end of the year. Whoa. Wow. I prefer Unis Anus, which is just a channel of uh, buttholes posted for one just, year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one butthole just one butthole it's the same one every oh day my God. anyway t- tonight on a very special episode of undercooked analysis <laughs> <laughs> my butthole presented by uh, okay chica i said and realized the green light indeed had been alive at least at one point I, f- I felt bile rising in my throat. Our family dog, Chica, passed away last year. My dad always assured me that it had been an accident. Those kinds of things happen. But I could never forget the way her rib snapped under my foot. What? What? <laughs> it had been dark in the house. She was black. I couldn't see. I didn't mean it. My racing Holy. thoughts swept me away, but the green light kept my eyes fixated on the source of my guilt. Oh my God. Uh, wow, this got really dark. Uh, I accidentally stepped on my dog in the dark and it died. What is, is this gonna fuck? turn into like a pet cemetery thing where it's like, we have the power to raise your dead dog that you stepped on. Uh, that's really, what the? Huh. It was messed up. It <laughs> is messed up. You want to, yeah, wow. You want to take the uh, next one? Yeah, uh, don't worry. My mom cooed as she tra- as though trying to comfort me. When someone leaves, they're never really gone. <laughs> no, no one's, one's ever, ever really, really gone. gone. Unless you step on them in the middle of the night, then they're dead forever. Jesus, it's all dependent on how willing you are to let them go. You just have to have a little faith in some good old fashioned influence. Influencers? Whoa, you gotta you gotta do some ads for Fortnite. Uh, by the way, this this podcast is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh god. Yeah. Raid Shadow, Raid Legends. Shadow Legends. Did you, hey, I all kidding aside, did you know guys you guys know that Raid Shadow Legends has over like five hundred characters? No, does it? Yeah. And it's completely it's completely free. Wow. Raid Shadow Legends. Open your account now. Give us all your information, all of your it's, money. It's the most downloaded game on iOS. Oh, damn. 
Yeah. Influence. I mean, that's because Fortnite's gone. But oh, mm. stop that crack of Influence. Anyway, you guys are really coming in through clear on my Raycon headphones. Um, (laughs) The crisp, clear sounds of Raycon. (laughs) Hey, Alan, when are you going to send me some of that Wampa Fruit flavored G Fuel? Uh, (laughs) If I don't finish it all on my own. (laughs) Oh, influence. I had been reduced to simply repeating words she was saying. The deep sick feeling hadn't gone away. It was simply being pushed down. I hope like the, the fact that this person stepped, our protagonist who stepped on their dog kind of comes back. Like- Yeah, I think that's I the feel, key point now. Somehow they're they're talking about Chica. That's a really dark, geez, like my heart, oh man. That's right, honey. Wait, is that what you just said? No, no you're talking. Okay, I'm, I'm good. That's right, honey. Honey, the app that saves you money on <laughs> online ordering. <laughs> download download the Honey browser extension right now and save money on all of your <laughs> online purchases. I... How can you be sure you're safe? Your, your, your computer is safe during these online oh purchases. Oh my God. <laughs> NordVPN. <laughs> NordVPN, the right way to internet. I will That's say... Right. <laughs> Uh, I will say who who is it? Uh, uh, inter, uh, in, internet, internet comment edi- etiquette. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his. I think he provides the best like commercial or ads. Yeah. Oh my god! He's always like these crazy elaborate sketches. Oh yeah, I if if you guys want to watch some really good ads, <laughs> I would recommend. Internet. Includes paid promotion. Yes, he's got a good one this time. I uh, I always I'm always partial to the Game Grumps ads because they never like they just put in no effort to take it seriously and it's like <laughs> I I love when I love when they explained it too like some company comes to them and it's like hey we want to give you money to do an advertisement and they're like uh, you know we're stupid right <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we in this paragraph that's uh, she said that's right honey she said swinging the lantern gently from side to side. The green light danced ever more intensely upon the walls of the clearing. In fact, the light seemed to go brighter with each successive swing. Jamie and the other kids sat in quiet observation as the lantern's glow began to outshine anything Jamie's flashlight may have hoped to do. I was transfixed, Chica's image taking shape in my mind, appearing in the gaps between the green lights. A million little Chicas bounded around the place running free and happy as I could remember her. It's not exclusive to our family, of course, my mother continued. I could hear the smile in her voice as she faced me. The influence is as old as time. (laughs) A tale as old as time. (laughs) Probably older than humans themselves. These young folks have some inkling of it, and so does your brother. That's why we've all been coming out here to learn how to influence people on TikTok. <laughs> to learn how to influence and how to control our influence. Of course, I've got a few more years logged than them. <laughs> We're lucky to have run into you tonight, sweetheart, because 
I've wanted to tell you for a long time that you seem to have some influence yourself on the YouTubes. <laughs> I vomited. Black. <laughs> I couldn't deal with the. I couldn't deal with the uh, the unnecessary ads so much. Hot <laughs> gravy. The pressure. I couldn't take it anymore from all these ads. But it wasn't the kind of vomit that like you had drank too much alcohol. No, it was like pushing something out, like it wanted f- free. I choked on my own bile. My, ooh, ugh. Yeah. My breath caught between my lungs and whatever was trapped inside me. Uh, oh, I heard my mother exclaim over the roar in my ears. <laughs> roar. Oh. Oh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, said a voice from behind me. I'll tell you what's gross, I replied. Not building your website with squarespace.com. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, all things considered, we did kind of use Squarespace to build a creative horror website, so. Um... I do, yeah, Squarespace is actually pretty good. Squarespace fucking sucks. You can't silence me. I'm just kidding. I also built my website. I'm muting Ben right Squarespace. now. <laughs> I also used my my I built my website using Squarespace. Squarespace, the right way to internet. Squarespace sponsored this podcast. No, they did not. Nope. No, no, no I said Square Spare sp- I said Squarespace, comma, sponsor this podcast. We'll take your money. Oh, sponsor. As <laughs> Except a, as, we won't as, because that's why we have Patreon. Patreon, where you can come and support us and hear things like the dumb, dumb choice drags we did earlier this episode. Where we talk about mm-hmm. Shaq Fu. Did you know that the- And the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Did you know that the soap that you use has like weird gross chemicals in it? That's why you need to use Bigfoot soap. What? I, uh, there's some ad that always- That's maybe, that's maybe the most infuriating ad to me. (laughs) I have not heard this one. Uh, I think I specifically did a post about that one. Oh, really? Uh... Keep reading and maybe I'll get to it later. Okay. Okay. Sounds okay. Good. I, we we got we only got a little bit more to go. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, let's 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 do this. My face was hot with tears and sweat. I can remember the last time I took a breath. How long can a human survive without air? I, there's definitely an answer to that question. What's happening? What am I even doing here? That's what I want to know too. What the hell is going on? Where are they? The round object dropped from my mouth like a lead ball. The blood covering it reflected a s- sickly brown in the in the green light. Oh God, is that my blood? No, that's a. Oh my God, that's a muddy butt ball. Oh no! Oh! The ah! mud butt legacy. My my head was spinning. I could feel liquid dripping off my lips and tasted something metallic. My teeth hurt. I tried to scream, but my mouth couldn't form words. It was like my jaw had been stretched b- beyond its limit and was, uh, um, wasn't able to realign. Ooh. I gathered the bottom of my shorts and clenched fists. My shirt clung to the, uh, the sweat pooling around my body. Even the wind seemed to be watching in silence. The round object was about the size of a baseball and had formed an impression in the ground where it landed. Holy shit. And then it moved. Oh! oh he's just given birth to a baby ball. Whoa. Oh, baby ball. Did he just give mouth birth to a new dog? Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> David. Is it me? Uh, oh yeah, sorry. The ball rolled, slowly at first, but picking up speed, right over to the group of teens. 
I was a bit too preoccupied to hear or see their initial reaction. I was too focused on the feeling that my teeth had been pushed out from my mouth. At the last moment, I looked up to see the blonde kid had pulled out a weathered old cloth and was scooping the ball up into it. Once it was adequately swallowed, swaddled, the ball <laughs> simply disappeared into their pocket where it left a hefty bulge but came to rest. Uh, uh, I'll show you a hefty bulge. <laughs> Womp 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 me, you fucking asshole! I'll kill, I'll kill you. Whoa, whoa! Why don't you come over here and, and and fight me? Oh wait, you can't because I use simply safe security. Simply safe. <laughs> See, I thought this was a bit to start your like WrestleMania lore, and it's like, watch this Saturday as Alan Cheney takes on David King King King. I, I my last name is indeed King King King. Yeah. Yes, there's three kings of Orientar. And next time we meet up, there will be a wrestling ring, and I'm gonna body slam the shit out of David. <laughs> I this Saturday, we'll kick you in the head first. Wow, this wow the the wow the, really the really angry... go, really 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 go really going into business for yourself there. Alan, yeah, it's your dude. turn. Supposed, supposed to be is... supposed to be supposed to be a match. Supposed to do the job like a good boy. Uh, oh, honey, Guys. my mother mused, sounding disappointed. The green lights had slowed their spinning, retaking their form as simple beams emanating from her lantern. In their glow, I could see the downturn of her lips. I was afraid of this. I guess not everyone in the family can have as much influence. It's probably bad blood from your father. She practically spat out this last part in contempt. Guess you do the short straw, Jamie laughed, only to be harshly shushed down by her mother. <laughs> Don't be mean, James, our mother insisted. This happens to a lot of people. Most humans go their whole lives without not even knowing about influence. You should consider yourself lucky you even got any, given that you had to split your genetic earnings between me and him. She turned back to me. I'm sorry, honey. We had to at least try by bringing you here. I guess it would... It just wasn't meant to work out, though. Jeez. What the fuck? It turns out you are not the Kwisatz Satorak. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm sorry. As if, as if on cue, the sky opened up. It is me, right? Yes. Okay. Rain poured down on the clearing in torrential sheets with thunder crashing down to deafen the whole discussion. My mom shuffled anxiously, passing one hand in front of the lantern. Its green emanation ceased. The circle of trees was cast into an abyss of moonless night. The rain's white noise increased in volume until it drowned out everyone more completely than the intermittent roll of thunder. The same sensation of utter aloneness creeped into my consciousness. I still don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's intriguing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Which Harry. Seeking cover, I immediately made for where I estimated the tree line to be, heeding not the squish under my feet as I stepped through my own sick. My light clothes were already soaked through, my face whipped by the wind. By the time my flailing hands finally found a tree trunk, I was not I was sure now that no one else had stuck around. I never figured out how they had fled the area quite so quickly or discreetly. Yet this profound sense of emptiness came to fill the clearing as though it were a quicksand pit and I was left a sole survivor. Wow. 
punch that loneliness in. <laughs> you just got ditched. Just got ditched in the middle of a storm. It's crazy. In the woods right. that you can't navigate. Yeah, wow. Sucks to be you. It wasn't until morning that the storm let up. The pale, jaded dawn crept slowly upwards behind the heavy gray blanket of cloud cover. I like the pale, jaded dawn. Like That's, that's, that's pretty a, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I spent the interceding hours stumbling around, blind and drenched, wandering in circles and wondering if I would make it home alive. Like, that's not, like, funny contextually, but, like, out of context, someone stumbling around blind in the woods and, like, drenched is kind of funny. Like, not literally blind, by the way. That's, that's <laughs> not funny. <laughs> I get you. And then, without any celebration, as if it was just as natural as ever, the clouds broke. The sun peeked over the horizon, and I exited the forest into my very own street. <laughs> Dad was... Oh, sorry. What? Never, never, ignore me. <laughs> okay. Ignore me! Ignore me! <laughs> this was just a warning! Uh, Dad was just stepping out the door for work when I came hobbling up to the porch. For once in my teenage life, he appeared legitimately shocked by something that was affecting me. He took me to urgent care, where a doctor informed me that while I didn't have any specific illness, I was, a sick, I was sick enough that I needed to uh, stay home and rest. I asked her multiple times if my teeth were broken or my stomach stretched beyond repair. She noted nothing abnormal. He just vomited up a giant ball of, I don't know. Whatever. I think they were probed by an alien. <laughs> that was the alien like impregnation coming out. Two weeks of being bedridden and several visits from the police later, it felt swallowed like- Swallowed a watermelon seed. That's what happened. Oh, that, yeah. See that you that never swallowed the get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One time I swallowed like an an oak seed and I was sick for years. <laughs> Is that why you're a tree now? Yep. Okay. By the way, we need to go into your <laughs> we need to go into your mouth and kill that uh, parasitic arachnid that's uh, cursing you. Yes, please get rid of it. I promise I won't do anything evil when you do. Okay, I hope not, because I literally had to go through all this stuff. I had to get 40 rupees to get this wooden shield. <laughs> I had to like crawl through a bunch of holes to get this sword. And then Mido was being a little bitch, as usual, and wouldn't let me through. But here I am, huh. Ray Decatree. That little Milo, I pay him just good enough for him to do that every day of his damn life. Meet what shuffle around with his hands on his hips like a yeah like he doesn't even move his feet he just kind of slides around like on like one axis of the world. Yep, he's 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 a he's a real he's a real uh, wonder that uh, that Mido. In my head, in my head, I was thinking about like a side quest from uh, Fallout Three where there's like a guy who's like trapped in a tree and like everyone like worships him as a god, but like he actually just wants to die. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, but then like you, you went to the Deku tree, so I, I, I went along with it. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks of being bedridden and several visits from the police later, it felt like the adult world was gearing up to let Jamie go. Wait, what? Did, he left? I. What happened? Like, just they all left, and then it's like surprise. There's no Jamie. Like Jamie. Yeah, I guess Jamie was missing, and Jamie never. Okay. Thankfully, my illness had me working on a different schedule. So when they had just given up hope, I became well enough to form my own one-person search party. 
where the others had failed following the official missing persons report, I was determined to make do on my responsibility as an older sibling. Dad had convinced, had been convinced that my talk of mom was the ra ravings of a fever dream, dream, addled brain, a fever dream, addled brain. There's a, I feel like there's a better way to say that. Uh, but I knew what I had seen. If for no one else other than Jamie and myself, I needed to find him. Hmm. Uh, I, I feel like there was like a little piece missing there where like the, yeah. they said that the Jamie went missing. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there, yeah, that's the thing. There should have been a point like have, like no one had seen my brother in a while or something like that. Like, Yeah. My determination lasted another two weeks spent searching the forest clear for the, that forest clearing. No matter where I started or where I ended, however, it was always seemed like I was, it always seemed like I was going in circles. I began to want, wonder if the clearing ever existed, even existed. Eventually you just have to face the facts, I suppose. Jamie wasn't coming back and neither was mom. Whatever had happened that night, they had shown they were done with me. I figured I might as well leave them alone. So I dropped it. I went back to school once I got better, continued spending time with my friends, eventually got over the hole left by a younger brother I had never learned, I had learned to dislike as I grew up. Damn. That's wow. Cool. Wow. Graduation came and went. And I shit my pants as I got the diploma. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was accepted into a university a few states over. You know the rest from there, that I met you when we started dating. You, reading the story, Alan, we're dating. <laughs> I'm dating the, the, the person telling the story? Whoa! <laughs> Narrator, it was me the whole time. <laughs> what I never told anyone back home was that the day before I left my dad's place for here, I went out looking for Jamie one last time. Call it nostalgia or melancholy or melanstalgia or... <laughs> Or that I have a dead brother out there somewhere. <laughs> but something drew me back to those woods. I stepped down off the porch and strolled <laughs> casually into the forest by the side of the road. It was another gray afternoon, not unlike a morning. I had come crawling out of that very tree line. Within 10 minutes, I was right where I needed to be. <laughs> Here in Fraggle Rock. Here in Fraggle I Rock. Couldn't, I couldn't tell you why if I tried, because I don't understand it myself. It was as though something was guiding me, and like something had stopped me from getting there before. It was like this was the time I was supposed to be there, not a second sooner. This time I, I would not- I am the Satarak. <laughs> I will find the Kixotic Medallion. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped for a moment on the edge of the circular clearing with the big rock Jamie had used as a throne. It was like I had remembered it, but, it, but felt like a dream. The colors were all wrong. My memory had painted this place in green and here it was in diffuse gray. There was no longer the, the same place. Uh, this was no longer the same place. Its energy was gone. I didn't hear any wildlife sounds as I took a step into the circle. There, slightly off-center in the clearing, I saw a familiar-looking metallic ball. It wasn't shiny, though. It was a dull, almost rusty brown, like it had been sitting there for decades. I reached out and touched it, and honestly, it just felt like a baseball, cold and inanimate. I can't say I wasn't disappointed that this was my consolation prize after all was said and done. 
After all was said and done, it wasn't right for you to run. Uh-huh. I got a rock. <laughs> she sighed sadly. I'm sorry, babe. That sounds really scary. Oh, we're back with the girl. We're back in the present. Her eyes spoke sadness, but her lips curled a bit. That must have been really hard for you. I raised an eyebrow. You mean you believe all that? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> You've just been punked. <laughs> I made all of it up. <laughs> oh, no. My brother, yeah, Steve Cancer. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I didn't really step on my dog and kill her. I mean, yeah, I did step on my dog once and startle her. I'll but, get you know. back to that in a little bit. Let's finish the story. And- I, yeah. I mean, I've stepped on my dog more than once, but she mostly just yelped and got angry with me. I just added that for sympathy points. <laughs> anyway, sex. <laughs> I'm a little shit boy. Have sex with me. <laughs> Who's next? I thought it was uh it wasn't an Alan. Oh yeah. Alan's dying. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little shit boy. Have sex with me. (laughs) (laughs) I think you killed Alan. (laughs) 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 Okay, Alan's laughter is (laughs) infectious. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Alan, can you do this? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Mm. <clears throat> she nodded. Of course, why wouldn't I? How can I be with you if I don't trust you when you tell me a story like that? gotcha Uh, she was taking this exceptionally well I hadn't told anyone before and had been deathly afraid she would break up with me once I finished the whole tale of like how I stepped on my dog's head and killed it yeah we need it thanks for listening I said quietly it was a lot to handle and I would rather not think about it too much Uh, oh she got up from the chair and walked over to me Sitting in my lap, she hugged me tight before relaxing and looking me in the eye. You don't have to think about it more, babe. Though I do have one question. I looked at her, feeling how tired my eyes must have looked. What's that? (laughs) What did you do with the ball in the forest that day? She looked at me with an innocent curiosity. I shrugged, holding her around her waist. I don't know, I said plainly. I actually can't remember what I did with it. A knot formed in my stomach as I mulled this question over more. What a strange story, she mused. When she brought her gaze back to me, she had a somewhat mischievous look about her. But I'm sure it's all true. A wave of nausea overtook me. And then I threw up another ball. I was like, oh, I'm a little shit boy. (laughs) Fuck me. God, this is, okay, this story is, Weird and fascinating and trippy as fuck. What the fuck did I just read? But, okay. No, no, no. It's interesting. It is interesting. This is definitely- This is so weird. I like it. 
but uh, it's weird, I, but I like it. I think the whole stepping on the dog is way too like much of a shock for like just something like, oh, the dog just died. And I assume- Well, I guess they wanted the narrator to feel responsible. Like but, you can but use your a, influence to bring the dog back. I think that but, was what was being hinted I mean, at. I mean, if, you, if it's your dog and if any dog dies, whether mm. you're the cause or not, you're still going to feel a connection to it for the most part. Oh my gosh, but it does make a lot of interesting foreshadowing from earlier. I'm reading an earlier paragraph. I sighed, trying to calm my nerves. My stomach was tight and it felt like something was rolling around inside. Ah. See, I thought it was loose change, but now this makes more sense. He's got a he's got a metal ball in his stomach. And I'm kind of do, oh. do you do you guys remember on on uh, the Twin Peaks: The Return when uh, they turned um, uh, what was uh, uh, Dougie into that little like metal ball? Oh yeah, I do remember that. I I I don't know why, but like that that I mean I know why, but like that image kept coming back to me when they they brought up the little ball. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that because it kind of has that like like i said like kind of that weird like dreamy david lynch type of quality to it and i'm yeah. curious i'm, I'm kind of curious about like the th like the themes that uh they're they're exploring with this story because i it's not immediately apparent uh, to me personally i well first off loneliness comes up quite a bit yes. and this feeling of not being as good as your brother that's another thing mm -hmm. uh or because there's a lot of times it's like i can't i was so upset because he gets to go out and i don't and yeah um the fact is it, it i feel like there should be a few more details just to or at least to have the details come up a little earlier like I feel like it should have been come up earlier, like, oh, what happened to your brother? It's like, you said your brother went missing. That's enough. Like, just that. Like, why, like, why would, I get it, like, later on it gets said, but at least, I don't know. I feel like a couple more details could work here. For the most part, the story is weird and fascinating, and honestly, I was, like, kept at the edge of my seat, like, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't know what was happening. It definitely didn't go where I thought it was going. That's for sure. No. I liked I liked how just bizarre it was. Like, it's not overtly threatening, but it is, it is creepy. And yeah, well, it's, it's nice that it was like kind of a, a, a weird off-putting story without like any sort of actual like monster or anything in it. It's, it was, it was more subtle than that, which I, I, you know, I always find more interesting. Yeah, and there's no like death or murder apart from, you know, accidentally stepping on a dog. Yeah, the dog and, and then the disappearance of the mom and, and uh, uh, the brother. Yeah, there's a lot of weird disconnects with like, I think there's, it's interesting because it's like the disconnect between, you know, the, the, the siblings, the disconnect from the mom, disconnect from the dad, like that, yeah, the sense of loneliness does pervade this story a little bit, but it's also got this like that sense of teenage confusion it's interesting. Oh, yeah. And then I yeah. do, it does have to, I mean, the story's title is influenced by intangible means. So like, but there is a tangibility to something going on here. It's that you've got this freaking metal ball in your stomach. I feel like there should have been, and I think we both, we all agreed, like there should have been a point where it should have mentioned like Jamie never came home. We never saw him after, no one saw him after that. The police, like something of note that like <laughs> this <laughs> character's brother went missing mm -hmm. oh, hey here's here's a hell of a callback for you 
here's here's that tweet i finally found oh boy uh we interrupt you boredly watching youtube at 5 a.m to ask why is your soap so gay our manly masculine man soap is all natural and manly and smells like pine tar and whiskey and other manly stuff. It'll put a beard on your penis. I'm not insecure. Look how plaid my shirt is. <laughs> nice. Th- thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. That was beautiful. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Alan, of this story? Uh, I like this a lot. Um, yeah. I uh, it's indirect as shit. I dig that. Um, Are we being influenced by intangible means? I feel like Uh, the. (laughs) I feel like the uh, focus is more on um this on more on emotions and feelings that are happening rather than the world around them if you think about it yeah like no which is which is a it's different it's not bad it's a different it's not it's not something i'm used to which is kind of cool yeah um but yeah i think there could have been a few more details here and there and i'm not sure if the whole stepping on the dog and killing it thing is necessary for what they're trying to accomplish. Unless I you think. want to make the character feel guilty about killing a dog. It was if, an if that's the case, that should have been earlier on or like been more significant because that's a very like, oh my God, that's horrendous. Well, it's, it's a, it's I a think big it punch a, when it needed to punch though. That's the thing. But, but yeah. why, why is it there? Why does it need to be, it's pun- there to why make- do we need that punch? There's other times we can, the, the punches are needed. This one doesn't feel as needed. I mean, it's, it's well, it, it, uh, sorry. I, I, I think it might be there to draw your attention to something like it, that. That's like a really shocking image slash revelation. Um, and then like we're, uh, we're, we're surrounded by all of this, like other weird esoteric stuff that we don't get like full explanation for. We assume it's some sort of like, maybe like a, a birthing ceremony to resurrect the dog possibly. Um, but like it, I I don't know. Like I I, I don't want to completely write it off uh, until I have further information as to why it's there and why it's why it was placed in the story. I feel like okay. So exactly. what I think I think the significance is they seem to be telling our protagonist like, listen, if you really want it, want Chica, you can use your influence to bring Chica back but or then, something along those lines. But then why- like it's starting to evoke the thing. Like she, he saw the light start to look like Chica. Like he's using the intangible influence that's maybe inherent in him. But instead of it working, he vomits up a metal ball yeah. and that's like, oh, well, that didn't work. Well, if you clearly don't have the same power that we do. If that's the case, why the stepping on the dog? Why, if it's like something that this character would really want, why can it, there should, that should be evoked more like, Oh, I love this dog. We spent time together. It was sad that they their life was cut short due to whatever car car ran over, eaten by coyotes, something else. Why they did this I, character? That, I don't know. Because that, that puts the burden of responsibility for his death on the character. Yeah, yeah. like I feel like it, it, they had like somehow even if it was an accident, the protag feels personally responsible for Chica's death. But why Why does that have to be a thing? That I think that, uh, I don't know. Like for me, I feel like it's a little too heavy handed for, uh, 
for if it's something that you're they're supposed to want so badly that their influence is supposed to bring chica back i don't think step like stepping on a dog is i think that's a little too like holy shit that's yeah. horrifying here's, here's the thing i think that's the thing that came to my if i stepped on a dog it would be all i thought about for the rest of my life but this is yeah. the only time that it's brought up. Like they, like yeah. there's never any mention of it. Like earlier, like oh, I, I think about my, uh, I see something about my, like something reference to the dog. I turn away. I don't know. There's this is the only time Chica is ever brought up. But I think, yeah. I mean, I think whatever this ritual that they're drawing him out to is like. And this was a year ago. Like this wasn't like something that happened, like when he was little. Or like yeah. years ago, this was very recent. I feel yeah, like I, I feel like you 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 make a good point. Like they you know maybe you could drop little hints about it. I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I don't know what Wait, feedback so it, I can that, give necessarily because it's really going for for something that I'm still trying a hard having a hard time trying to wrap my head around. What I'm saying is when he when he gets to the forest and this ritual happens, he doesn't instantly start thinking about Chica. It pops up because it's probably the thing that's most in his mind. Well, he feels the presence of Chica. Yeah, but uh, I don't, it's like, but his mom does bring up Chica. That's how he thinks of Chica. Why does there have to be a moment where he steps on the dog Wait, to kill it? The, the, the mom, all right, so the mom knows about Chica. Maybe, maybe Chica's, Maybe Chica's soul is still alive specifically because he killed it and that's part of the influence. But that's not like hinted at or anything. Again, it's such yeah, a- it's, Again, it's not not a lot. I don't think a lot is explained here on purpose. Yeah, I just, I, I think, but I think there could have been a couple more details. Again, it's just such a horrifying event, way too horrifying to just like throw in the middle of a story and be like, what the fuck? Like, if that, if I ever did that, I would be horrified. I would not stop thinking about it a year later and just be like basically hating myself if I ever did that. Like that is, mm -hmm. I, I, again, it's so horror. Like that's, that's so horrific that I'm trying to figure out why is it here? But basically um, because the fact that it pops up so suddenly and so jarringly in this really horrible things, like why wasn't this a bigger a burden on the protagonist's mind before this. That's what you're yeah. saying, right? Like either have it be more haunting or maybe tone down the death. So it's something that they could have maybe gotten over a little faster. Yeah, it, It's it, a weird balancing act, I get it. But it, it's like, in a weird way, the shock value I think is kind of important here. But why? Why is it important? Like, I don't know. Well, not important. Like I think from a, from a purely reader's perspective, I think the discovery out of it is like for us, like, whoa, but... I don't disagree with you about the hints or maybe whatever, like maybe yeah. some modification to make it fit in a little better. That's what I'm thinking. In, 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 I don't, in the context. It's, if it's supposed to be here, I think- I don't know how to improve it. That's the main thing. I don't know how or not improve. I don't know how to modify it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't if know what the intention earlier is. would work just because this is a story being told to someone else. Yeah, well, but go ahead. Oh, like, sorry. I, I, just, I just have a thought about like, because it seems like thematically, or at least like the, the idea of the story is uh, uh, we're led to believe is focusing on the relationship between the two brothers. Yes. And then in, in near near the end, it, it becomes like about the dog because 
the brother, it doesn't really play like a huge role in it. Like it's, he's not really like much of an entity other than like they, they don't, they don't get along. And then the brother disappears. Uh, and then we, we don't talk about the dog again. So it's like, it's something where like, I think the, the dog and the brother need to be related a little bit more. Like they need, like, I think what's, what's missing is that <laughs> they're, it, it seems to come, kind of come out of left field one, because it, 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 there's no like setup to it, mm-hmm. um, which I, I think would help like just have like not specifically allude to uh, what happened, but you know, the fact that this person feels guilty about something that happened uh, to their dog. Um, and also that like, it needs to relate to the brother somehow. Cause as far as I can tell, the brother doesn't really relate to what happened other than like kind of a feeling of jealousy. Like maybe the, the brother like in front of them like is able to conjure up like another dead family pet or something. And like when they try and do it, like it doesn't work. And then uh, the brother and the mother are gone forever. And that's like a, a deep seating sense of insatisfaction. <clears throat> well, that, mm-hmm. well, that's to me like clearly what, clearly the ritual that was supposed to happen was uh, he was supposed to bring the dog back to life. Yeah, and it didn't work out that way. He just vomited up a metal ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and then they're like, "Up, oh, get guess you're not coming to the party." And then everyone bounces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and like, all, uh, do do all the kids disappear too? Like, no one gives a shit about yeah. them. No, they they uh, we we don't we don't really know if the kids like have parents or they just it's. It's just a roving band of children. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. For the, for the most part, this story is strange and unusual and it's fascinating. And it is, for the most part, like horrifying in a way that it works uh, and is unique. I just yeah. think there, it, it, I think there's a couple of ideas that can be tweaked a little better or to make something more clear if the idea is supposed to be made clearer. Um, keep it indirect. I do like the indirect feel. Yeah, there's a balance to be struck. Yeah, there is a balance to be struck, of course. And for the most part, uh, um, it, the, uh, they seem to do it correctly. Uh, a couple details could be said a little earlier or brought up like, oh, it's your brother. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a couple There's a couple logic points. Like if, if the character is, if our protag is being logical, there's a couple logical questions they might ask or a couple things that they would just, you know, point out because they're having a conversation with someone else who they would assume is logical like i said i realize these are these are like uh, these are just suggestions obviously yeah. no. i i you i feel like um kylie and eli know what they're doing going into this they clearly have some sort of i you know defined idea um but it's just yeah and whether how tangible they want it to be considering it's about being Influence intangible by- yeah means uh mm. is up to them but um i think there's some salient points to be made by all of us here yeah about this but i in the end i do really like this i do like where it's there is, going there is you know, one mystery. it makes me go what the fuck all the time there's a mystery left unsolved that i feel like we deserve an answer to um and it is if our protag got to smash <laughs> oh <laughs> you mean after they got nausea and threw up a metal ball <laughs> Yeah, maybe she I thinks mean, it's like, hot. This, maybe she's into it. Maybe someone. Maybe we get people putting P's and V's. That's all I'm saying. 
Maybe he literally got the smash because he threw up the metal ball and it landed on her foot and broke her toes. And she had to go. (laughs) And then they fucked. Um. (laughs) In the hospital. (laughs) So what, okay. What is our freshness ratings for this? I will give this, um, I will give this three, uh, three out of, uh, three weird friends out of weird people your mom has at a party. <laughs> I will give this uh, mom the, uh, a woman of a thousand voices, basically the male blanc of our generation. <laughs> uh, I will give this uh, four metal, ball- metal balls out of a uh, potential um, shitty little boy. <laughs> I give this three Harvey Firesteins. Figure out what you want with the rest of that. <laughs> I will also give this the honorary mention of uh, two beer cans crushed on a forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mom character was so weird. Like she was, she was, she was like a bizarre uh, entity. She sure was. Entity is the way I would put it. Yeah. That said earlier that made me laugh so hard. I don't even remember. Uh, something about I'm a shitty little boy. Have sex with I'm me. I'm a little shit boy. Have sex with me. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was. That was it. <laughs> that, that's the one. That's, so it's going. It's go. It's going in. It's going in. <laughs> it's going in. Hey everybody! Thank you for for we'll joining do it live. us. For this, it's all live. Fuck it. Thank uh, you for joining us for this episode of Undercooked Analysis. We're tired and we're going to go to bed. But wait, very I, soon. let me, I first need to announce a couple of things. First off, uh, we have our uh, Halloween charity live stream um, this Friday on October 30th at 6 p.m. P- uh, Pacific Standard Time. You can watch it on our creative channel, YouTube. We will be carving pumpkins and uh, talking about Halloween and raising money for the Trevor Project. So, uh, are, are you going to drink beer in one gulp and crush it on your forehead? Alan might, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as well, uh, October thirtieth is when the new Midnight Marinara comes out. Yay! Woo-hoo! So look out for that. That'll be fun. As well, uh, we have our uh, creepy cooking staff contest. Uh, the deadline is. Um, that same day, October 30th, 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So start writing your stories. Uh, you can look- if, you've, if you've already started writing those stories, get them in because uh, we, we need to see those stories pretty soon. Or else, uh, you know, we will uh, we'll put, close the coffin lid on that one. Uh, throw up a little metal ball. Ew. I'll throw up a little metal ball and drop it on your head. <laughs> right. You, you can look up the details on the um, Creepy Cooking Staff writing contest on uh, creativehorror.com. And uh, along with our Boob Olympics, uh, the costume contest will be revealed on uh, Halloween on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, look out for that. This has been another episode of Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> <laughs> and we leave you with these closing words I'm a little shit boy. <laughs> Have sex with me. good evening intrepid listeners this is the pasta shade the host of midnight marinara and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans for more content like this visit us at (laughs) creativehorror.com